Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Gear Up, a podcast brought to you by the squad of V1 Rotate, all about infinite flight and aviation. Uh, my name is Jared Schiedemeyer, a community member on the IFC, president and founder of AirChina Virtual, and an IFATC member. I'm alongside with Shane Aviation, you might also know him from the forum, Green Bay native, and IFATC supervisor, as well as his aspiring air traffic controller. V1 Rotate is a blog written by different members from around the community that do spotlights on virtual airlines and organizations, members of the community, and host the Infinite Flight Community Awards, a yearly ceremony dedicated to showing the best of the best of the community for every year. This podcast is going to be all about different things, all the way from the Infinite Flight community, the virtual airline and virtual organization world, infinite flight news and tidbits of information that's going to be coming up, as well as real world aviation, talking about all the new things that are coming and interesting things that have happened. So starting us off here is Shane Aviation. He's going to talk to us about the infinite flight community. Take it away, Shane. Thank you, Jared. That was a very warm welcome. Uh, getting started here, we would like to cover the new regulars that were actually just announced six days ago in the community. Uh, I'm just going to list them off here. We got Captain Suraj, It's Blitz, Jared Flies, congratulations. And then we have uh, Ryan E., who is also the airport editing manager. So on this note, uh, since we have you, also a regular, uh, how was that experience uh, getting the role? It was quite interesting, you know, not something that I was expecting. Mark PM me one one day at two in the morning and said that I was a new regular. And it was kind of surreal because, you know, regulars are just such great role models. I mean, Shane, you're a regular yourself. And so many of the people that we surround ourselves with are regulars. And they're so they're such an active group of wonderful people. So I'm very um, happy and excited to bring what I have to the table and to be a community regular. That's awesome. Yeah, I've uh, been a regular myself for about maybe two months or so. It truly is a uh, it's a rewarding position to have. Uh, there is a little bit of you know controversy within the community about regulars, but I do think they do as best of a job as possible, and uh, it truly is a rewarding role. Moving on, we have the game time for January in the community, which is hosted by Balloon Chaser, an air traffic control trainer for IFATC. This is actually the game that's uh, featured this month is Breakout, made by Atari. It was actually created all the way back in 1976, and they uh, decided to implement it in the uh, A350 and the 757. For that, all you'd have to do is get into the app, go in any mode, Solo, live servers, anything like that. You can go up to 42,000 feet or above in the A350, then go to 39,000 feet in the 757, which is the only altitude it works at. Then you uh, go into your, you know, whichever cam you decide to use, make sure autopilot's turned on. And then the biggest part is turning on your landing lights, and then you can actually play the game by uh, turning your device. So you would grab it in your hands and then you'd uh, like tilt it left or right as you would to like turn. So really cool with that. I have uh, tried playing it myself in solo. It's actually really fun. I enjoy it. Uh, 
And then we also have the top five 757 routes, which was announced on the 21st of December 2020 by Misha, you know, on the little spiel about 757s. For the first route, we have Almaty to Mali. For the second, we have Accra to Johannesburg. For the third, we have Buenos Aires to Comodoro Rivadavia. And then for number four, we have Reykjavik to Denver. And then five, we have Manchester to Sharm el-Sheikh. Sorry for the pronunciations. They might not be perfect, but um, they do seem like some pretty cool routes. I haven't gotten to uh, train it myself, but truly does uh, look like a fun one. Uh, have you tried any of these, Jarrett? Uh, I have not yet. I am actually was kind of surprised that I haven't tried out very many flights with the 757 in general, but I can tell you, I will certainly be trying Accra to Johannesburg the next time Johannesburg is featured on the ATC schedule. That seems like a really fun one to do. I was actually uh, thinking the same thing. That one was the most appealing to me. Uh, that Almadia to Mali as well does look fun. I know Mali was featured not too long ago, I think maybe last week, but I didn't get a chance to fly. And not to mention the airline that's flown on too, Sunday Airlines. Quite the bright livery we have on that, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, never uh, quite seen something like it. I uh, I actually haven't even seen Sunday Airlines. I've never heard of it until uh, this 20.3 release. Yeah, I've never heard of that. But moving on, we have the Infinite Flight Community Rewind 2020 for uh, quarter four of the year. In this post by Misha, we have uh, just some words from the moderation and staff team about the holidays. This was back about 20 or so days ago. Uh, some of the notable things from it is actually the promotions within the community that happened. For new regulars, we have Kai M and then myself, Shane Aviation. And then we have Captain underscore Colorado, Alexander Nikitin, and then Pingu. Then for new IFATC recruiters, trainers, and supervisors, for new supervisors, we have Wesley Henrique, and then we have myself, Shane Aviation, Mauricio underscore B, Drummer, Toaster Shruti, Taipei Guru, and then for new trainers, we have Toaster Shruti and Speedbird underscore 286. And lastly, for new IFARB members, we have uh, Harmon Drew 465, Jens underscore Servin, uh, Tajay. Texas Aviation, and Z-Tube. I just want to congratulate you, Shane, for your new supervisor position in quarter four. So what kind of does a supervisor do? Could you kind of explain that for us? Uh, yeah, happily. Uh, so some of the things that a supervisor can be found doing is, you know, uh, kind of checking to make sure that the controlling quality of us IFATC are in check. I think that's a little uh, looked past in the community as, you know, you'll sometimes see some topics arise like, oh, these controllers are, you know, they're not moderated. They're not cared for. They just, they're allowed to do what they want. They're power hungry, all that. That's not quite true. What'll happen is if us supervisors are the role of us supervisors within the IFATC, uh, IFATC specifically is we'll make sure that the quality of the controlling from these or from these controllers are adequate and that make sure that they're following the infinite flight air traffic control guide found on infiniteflight.com and make sure that they're following those procedures correctly and in full and if not we will 
we're there to mentor them. We're there to advise them. We're make sh- we're just there to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, some other things that uh, supervisors are in charge of. We're actually not many people know this, but we're actually moderators of the expert server. So, what we have permission to do is we have permission to report people that are not, you know, adhering to the rules of the expert server, and we can go ahead and report if they are interfering with other pilots and all that. So it is a very fun role. I've been enjoying it a lot. Um, just overall, very fun experience. I'm, I'm thankful that Tyler Shelton was able to uh, look at me and decide that I was fit for it. I truly do appreciate it. But moving on from that, I don't want to talk too much about myself. We have the IFC Awards, uh, the results of it, which was actually run by Jarrett himself here on the podcast some of the awards that were given uh i'll just name off some of the user ones for best staff member we have misha camp best moderator deer crusher best regular mjp best infinite flight photographer suhas best ifatc controller enrique fernandez and i i do want to comment on that because he is an incredible controller and i definitely think that he is uh he's worthy of the role he's definitely shown that and then uh, best profile picture, Deer Crusher, funniest member, Josh Fly Eight, most formal moderator, Chris S. Most hold on, hold member. on, we gotta we gotta take a step back here. What about Josh being the funniest member? You know, he was in a tight race with Chris for being the most formal, <laughs> which means strict member. And then we see him winning the title for funniest member. What do you think about that? It's uh, you know, there was a lot of talk about it. Uh, within, you know, IFATC Discord and just in general in uh, some of the miscellaneous slacks that I'm in. It was interesting that people voted for Josh. I mean, he most definitely is a funny person. I, I can't even argue with that. But uh, it it's it's interesting. Um, yeah. I was not expecting it, to be honest. I think a lot of the community was surprised uh, when we saw that. But congrats, Josh. Whatever jokes you're making... Um, I bet they're pretty funny. Maybe you could share a couple more with us if you ever get the, uh, if you ever get the chance. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, with our next category that we had in mind, Jared, I'll hand it off to you. We're going to be talking about virtual airlines and virtual organizations. So pretty big topic. If you ask me, virtual airlines and organizations, uh, probably the backbone of the multiplayer part of infinite flight in general um and i really want to congratulate all those that uh, were participating in the year of 2020 it was a great year for virtual airlines and virtual organizations and a very special shout out to the winners of the organization category on the infinite flight community awards for this year so taking the cake for the best virtual airline three years in a row was british airways of virtual airlines um, as a member myself, I want to say congrats to Chris Wing, um, Matvez, and John for their excellent leadership um, during the COVID-19 period. Um, and congrats on a well-deserved win for Best Virtual Airline. Um, going off of the Best Virtual Airline, we have the Best Virtual Airline website. Congratulations to Delta Virtual Airlines, a powerhouse of a VA and very well-deserving with their very uh, innovative website design. Uh, 
Um, best new virtual airline goes to Air China Virtual. Definitely not biased at all, but a great virtual airline that I suggest everybody joins. <laughs> uh, I think Shane can back me up on that one. <laughs> it is truly an amazing virtual airline. I'm lucky to be staff. I'm glad I had the opportunity. Truly amazing workspace. All the pilots are great. All the staff are super nice. Just overall great view. Uh, I think you also meant to say your boss is pretty nice. Speaking of your boss, uh, the best virtual airline staff member for 2020 was myself. Thank you to anyone that even thought to cast a vote my way. It is truly an honor and a privilege um, to take that role. But we do have virtual airlines, and now we have virtual organizations. Congratulations to IFAE, or Infinite Flight Aviation Experts, for not only winning the best virtual organization, but winning the best virtual organization and the best virtual organization website. Congratulations, guys. You deserve that one. Uh, quite the unique VO and professional VO if you ever decide to go in and join that. Also, in the virtual organization category, we have Infinite Flight Global Expert Pilots as the best new virtual organization for 2020. Congrats, guys. Yeah, I actually haven't had the opportunity to join them myself, but uh, it does look like an interesting VO. Um, you know, I personally haven't gotten too much into VOs, but I think IFAE and, you know, Infinite Flight Global uh, Expert Pilots would definitely be a good option for anyone that's looking to get into uh, any VOs out there. Without a doubt, they uh, really are just an amazing, an amazing uh, organization, both of them. Um, but also another kind of win for one of those is the staff over at IFAE, Nate Schneller, winning the best virtual organization staff member. Nate does a great job over at IFAE, um, leading and just being just an excellent overall staff in general. So congratulations, Nate, on being the best virtual organization staff member for 2020. That's not the only news we have here in the VL world. Um, if you've been following the IFVRB at all, we do have some new virtual airlines to the community. So congratulations to Cathay Pacific Virtual, Goal slash Varig Virtual Airlines, and Dulujet Virtual, Austrian Virtual Airlines, and Tap Air Portugal virtual all of them see seem pretty unique and interesting so congratulations guys on your ifvarb approval and we can't wait to see your pilots in the skies very soon well with that exciting news i think it's time to just kind of build up the excitement for even more exciting news as shane leads us in the infinite flight news recently Thank you, Jared. Uh, starting off with our first note about uh, Infinite Flight News, we have the 757 rework, which I'm sure many people or anyone that's out listening to this podcast knows about. I'm just going to read off of the 20.3 change log just to um, you know let everyone get a feel for what happened in this new update. So first of all, we have the 757-200, which includes 27 new updated liveries, the real 757 sound pack, an animated glass cockpit with live instruments, reworked flight physics, gear tilt, wing flex, and more. And are, all are available to Infinite Flight Pro subscribers. Uh, APPR mode indicators for glide slope and localizer capture, 
And then things that they fixed within this update is the no active subscription message showing up after a long flight on multiplayer. And then as well as uh, error, error loading account details showing when there were no errors. And then improved, which I'm very happy about, is weather flights and user step pro processing and then performance improvements as well. Just an overall um, amazing update from the Infinite Flight Squad. Um, I really appreciated the 757 with the glass cockpit. Quite an interesting um, build there, especially since the 757 in past years have has been so bad. It's certainly been a pleasure to fly it. And uh, just thank you to the Infinite Flight staff for working so hard on this update. And the fog, uh, the new weather update, it is amazing. I've never felt so realistic flying into a cloudy and foggy airport. Yeah, true props to them. I actually, uh, before they did release this update and they had announced that the 757 was going to get reworked, I actually decided to do some uh, pattern work out at, uh, what is it, Madeira and serious changes. Like, just everything about the new 757 is ridiculous. Just absolutely incredible but in other news we also have the which is actually uh released today uh, january 6th is a new jetblue a320 community vote thread and uh in here you can vote for one of the liveries shantae blue stay or devil with a blue dress on personally i decided to vote for shantae blue stay what did you vote for Jarrett? I also voted for Shantae Blue Stay because I really liked the uh, pattern on the tail. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people actually uh, looked into uh, Devil with a Blue Dress on, but I personally just love that lighter hue of uh, Shantae Blue Stay. Uh, moving on, we have Clouds and Buildings, which is probably one of the most influential things that's going to be in 2021. No doubt. I'm super excited to see this. But, um, you know, clouds and buildings, geez. I'm excited to see what uh, the performance will do with, uh, you know, these clouds. I'm sure it's all being, you know, worked on with Project Metal. I know Project Metal is like um, going to be the host for the ability to do these types of things. But buildings, I'm, I believe it's the Infinite Flight Airport editing team that's going to be putting these buildings in uh, well. Doing that, I know you're in IFAET, Jared. Would you mind uh, speaking on that a little bit? So they haven't officially briefed us on how it's going to happen. We have looked at changing some of the procedures because currently, if you have ever flown in Infinite Flight, you notice probably the biggest thing that is missing is the fact that there is no airport building. So what we usually do is we add a different colored taxiway. So if you're on concrete taxiway we'll add an asphalt taxiway, for example, in the place of a building so you can kind of see where one would be. Um, but it's kind of interesting because they haven't, we haven't gotten too much information, probably for good reason, because if they give us information, then it's just going to go out to everybody um, about how to, we're going to change process, maybe something that we've already been doing for months in the process that we don't even know is going to help this project. Um, Maybe we'll see a building editor squad that helps build buildings, if you will, 
Um, you know, there's a lot of gray area in what's going to happen, and I'm super excited to see how the formation of buildings enhances the sim because I know I am certainly excited. Yeah, I'm with you there, Jarrett. Um, you know, I've seen actually some Infinite Flight YouTubers or just YouTubers in general that uh, do check out Infinite Flight uh, in their videos. And I know that some have said, such as Swiss001, he said that uh, pretty much the deal breaker for him, and he reviewed this 20.3 update, he said the deal breaker for him is that it's just flat, like in a sense, at the airports, because there's no buildings. But with this, maybe, you know, we can bring in a lot more people, you know, if these YouTubers are going to be promoting, you know, the the little black area, or, you know, the gray area that they that was drawing them away from the app. But with that, they may, you know, bring some of their community back. You know, I think it'll be a really good opportunity, just overall huge development and growth for Infinite Flight as a company and app. But with probably arguably the biggest, you know, topic out of the way, the 2020 recap in Infinite Flight news. Let me get this up here. For multiplayer and ATC, we have 10.4 million online flights, and then 9.3 million online flight hours, 1.1 million air traffic control sessions, and then 9.9 million ATC operations, 2.6 billion XP earned. That is incredible. I don't think, I could have never imagined that 2.6 billion XP would have been earned. That's a crazy, crazy number. Oh, man. And then for app updates, we had three major updates, 71 new or reworked aircraft liveries, and then five new aircraft builds, as well as dozens of new and updated features. I have to say that my favorite feature would be SIDS and STARS. What about you, Jarrett? Uh, without a doubt, would be SIDS and STARS. The procedures in Infinite Flight, you know, before we were using charts to try to do everything and it kind of was clunky between IF8DC and um, you know pilots that wanted to keep it realistic and pilots that didn't want to keep it realistic and now it's just with a couple of buttons you have the right altitudes and waypoints and everything that you uh, need to have which is really amazing and even more interesting um at least in my opinion is how the weather has been updated this year we've seen a lot of uh problems in the past with the weather status being constantly down and we all have no winds in infinite flight but with these fog updates and winds aloft updates, we've seen a lot more realistic tailwinds and crosswinds and interesting approaches into zero visibility airfields. Like I was on approach to Venice the other day and I had to go around and put the A320 on auto land because I could not see the runway um, until I was at about a hundred feet. So that was, that's even below minimums in the A320. So that was pretty interesting, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I remember just testing it early on, and geez, that fog. I remember back in, you know, before these new fog transitions, like this fog would not come in until like you were pretty much on the ground and exited the runway, you know, like before you could even, you know, experience that in your flight. 
But now with this, we can see fog at, like, I believe the layers that they say they are, like, you know, correct fog layers and all of that. Truly awesome. Uh, moving back to the 2020 awards, or not awards, sorry, recap. 18,000 community forum signups. That is outrageous. That's like probably one third of the community we have now. So that is awesome. Half of a million topic replies. 691 daily engaged users, 53 million page views, and 1,100 plus community events. Really awesome. Love to see it. And then uh, for our next category, we have real world aviation. Over to you, Jarrett. Real world aviation. Quite the uh, interesting quarter we had, quarter four, and we'll mainly be talking about just very recent events for the real world aviation community. I mean, 2020 as a whole was just very interesting. You know, air travel was down about 60% at some points, and even in some parts of the world, they still are nowhere even close to rebuilding the aviation empire that we once had, despite, you know, government bills and FAA regulations and all these different things about how many people they can fit on the plane and all of that. But you see people like, um, like Plane Life 2018. He's a community member um, who on this in December of 2020 posted a trip report on the brand new Comac ARJ 21, which is a Chinese built air airliner, a regional airliner. And he flew it on China Southern from Guangzhou to Xiangjing. Um, in their brand new aircraft. And so just looking over his review, it seems like quite the interesting aircraft, a 3-3 um, three, three configuration, or I'm sorry, 2-3 configuration in all economy cabin, um, which means that it is a little bit wider than, you know, the CRJ-200 that we see here in the States. Um, but you know, like an E-Jet series almost with those rear engines. Um, he overall, he said it was a very nice airliner. Um, and we just want to thank, um, we just want to thank Plane Life 2018 for sharing his experience on this brand new aircraft. What were your thoughts on the aircraft, Shane? I, uh, I haven't seen too many pictures myself, but I am looking at his um, community post. And I think the engines, like, great like absolutely stunning looking um that two three configuration i would not have guessed that they'd be able to fit that but definitely going to be um what's the word i'm looking for it's going to be pretty influential to the aviation you know industry if they can be fitting more people there's a little struggle with the covid pandemic you know but i think once you know they'll be able to return to pre-covid traffic levels they'll be able to um you know get maximum efficiency and, you know, just overall make the, the money that they uh, wish to make, you know, it's just going to be overall very well. I agree. I can't wait for air travel to become something that happens on a daily and, you know, we can hope that that is soon. Well, well, that may have been a high point for the last month in the community. I think that we also eat maybe a high point from a cringe aspect, but definitely not from a practical aspect was the month that Alaska Airlines had, you know, starting off in early December, they came out with their 
Alaska Airlines Safety Dance, a safety dance promoting COVID restrictions on their airline that they'll play um, on some equipped aircraft. But it was more like, a, you know, YouTube and Instagram special. I mean, we all know the Virgin America Safety Dance, an old U.S. airline that was acquired by Alaska Airlines in 2018. This was the, I guess you could say, wannabe version of that by Alaska Airlines. What did you think of this cringy video, Shane? Well, I can definitely speak for uh, at least everyone on this uh, thread that uh, Captain Zach made for this um you know, safety dance on the community. Definitely one of the most cringy videos I've seen uh, in a while. Um, you know, it uh, it's it's something uh, you don't see every day. I feel like if they actually played that, it would be hilarious. I know that definitely uh, brightened the sometimes you know lousy experience of flying, but I know you know maybe not everyone feels that way since we are an aviation community. But that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, I agree. Well, while it may be quite cringy because it's a whole bunch of, you know, different flight attendants and pilots dancing with their masks on, promoting to say six feet apart, um, it definitely does cut, you know, the average passenger a break from, you know, the boring safety instructions that nobody really pays attention to it anyway. So um, I think that's one of the great highlights of the Virgin America Safety Dance and a potential highlight of this one? I don't know. I'm still torn on the productiveness of it. But speaking of Alaska Airlines, they also had a man in Las Vegas climb onto a 737 wing um, just before takeoff, too. Um, and he was eventually apprehended by the police after trying to climb a winglet of a 737. What do you think of that? Well, um, I can't say that I've ever experienced um, someone climb on the wing, but I saw the video myself and, um, you know, law enforcement handled it well. It's a little hard to comprehend what he was trying to do. It looked like he was trying to climb up the wingtip, not sure where he was trying to get to. But uh, for the final topic, we have the 737 MAX. Uh, personally, I don't, I don't have much knowledge on it, but uh, Jared, you take it away. You take it away. 737 Max, you know, something that's been obviously you you're in the aviation community. If you're listening to this podcast, you have heard of the 737 Max. I mean, basically everyone has heard of the 737 Max. So returning for the first time December 29th by American Airlines. Um they flew from Miami to LaGuardia. Um and that's going to be their only route for now used by the 737 Max before they launch it on uh, their normal route system, but um, I personally, you know, we see a lot of media outlets and people in our lives saying that the 737 MAX is, you know, a death trap. That's what uh, the 2020 news article, they literally put it on big writing, 737 MAX question mark, death trap with one word. Um, I don't think it's going to be a death trap. I think it's going to be the safest airliner that we have had, you know, there's two crashes, two extremely fatal and unfortunate crashes that caused um, a grounding since March of 2019. That's well over a year, almost two years here of a grounding of an aircraft. And then it was reviewed by all the countries, all their FAAs and 
foreign aviator regulators, there is no way that there's going to be another incident on the 737 MAX. What do you think, Shane? It's difficult. Um, You know, closer to when this actually happened and, you know, there wasn't like exactly a future in sight, you know, um, things just kept getting pushed back by Boeing, you know, just this will get reviewed, reviewed and approved, you know, this date, but then they push it back a few more months and then a few more months. It equally shows that, you know, they're doing as much as they possibly can to, um, to get it safe for everyone to be, you know, at least a little bit comfortable flying it. I know there's one side of, you know, the opinion of everyone on this, that it'll be the most safest ever. And then there's the other side that, you know, maybe I'll switch flights. Maybe I just won't fly it. I don't know if I personally would go as far as to say that I wouldn't fly on it. Maybe if it's possible, switch the flight. But I think I'm more on the side of, yes, it will be the most safe aircraft out there. I mean, we, you know, we've seen aircraft go through something similar before. You know, you see that MD, the MD series, um, not the MD-80, but the MD-10, MD-11, had something very similar with extremely fatal crashes uh, on American Airlines in particular um, that killed even more people than the 737 MAX did, and that eventually caused it to go all the way down. Um, but with as innovative as an aircraft as this is, and the fact that airlines are, in fact, ordering more now that it's recertified, I think that the feature is promising for this aircraft. Speaking of the feature, um, we would like to thank all of you for joining the Gear Up podcast, a podcast for aviation and infinite flight uh, today. We hope you enjoyed it here. If you have any suggestions, feel free to PM one of us at Jarrett Flies or at Shane Aviation on the infinite flight community. And until the next time, we'll see you in the skies. Thank you.